Scott arrived at the Chatham County Courthouse shortly after 8 and went directly to courtroom K on the fourth floor where the Harrison case was scheduled for trial. Grady was already in the courtroom. Scott noticed the nameplate on the judge's bench, Lawrence J. DeSano. "'Have you tried any cases before Judge DeSano?' asked Scott. "'Quite a few,' said Grady. "'Good judge?' "'Damn good judge,' replied Grady. He was a prosecutor for ten or twelve years before becoming a judge, and he's been on the bench for over fifteen years. Runs a tight courtroom and brooks no nonsense. I found him to be completely fair, but criminal defense lawyers complain he's still a prosecutor at heart. He begins court proceedings in criminal trials by looking over at the defense table and asking, "'Is the defense ready to proceed?' After the defense counsel responds, he looks over at the prosecutor and asks, "'Are we ready?' emphasizing the we. "'You're kidding,' said Scott. "'Yeah, kidding, but some of the older attorneys say it happened frequently during his first years as a judge. I've never witnessed it. I like to see him on the bench when I'm trying a case, but most defense counsel aren't too thrilled at the sight.' Richard Evans entered the courtroom and walked over to speak to Grady. "'I've got some bad news about Josh Johnson,' said Richard. "'No chance of his getting here for the trial. I just got a call from Jim Thaler, the Colorado deputy who's been trying to track him down. Johnson doesn't have a phone line to his house, but Thaler drove out to his home just outside Breckenridge and talked to his wife. She said he was the guide on a three-day fly-fishing trip on the Blue River.' She gave Thaler his cell phone number, and Thaler gave it to me, but so far my calls have gone unanswered. Pretty remote country, not good cell phone service. I called every hour. No luck. Bottom line, you can scratch him as a witness. That really is bad news, Richard. It leaves a single-eye witness, the clerk on duty, said Grady. But he's a good one. Clean record, mature guy, about fifty. He made a good ID from the photo lineup. Sidney Ellis entered the courtroom and approached them. Sidney was the assistant public defender assigned to defend Harrison. Normally friendly and cordial, even during trials, he had a grave look on his face. "'I think I'm going to be relieved, or, as the media will say, fired.' "'You, Sidney, fired? You been sleeping with your boss's wife?' asked Grady. Sidney's grave look was replaced by a smile and a quiet laugh. "'No, no, not that kind of firing. My client is firing me. Harrison claims he has money for a private attorney now. I just informed Judge DeSano. He wants to see us in his chambers right away.' Grady, Sidney, and Scott left immediately for the judge's chambers. The defendant was not present. He was still in lockup at the jail. Once all were seated, Grady introduced Scott to Judge DeSano, explaining that he was a certified clinic student and that, with the judge's permission, he would be assisting on the case. "'I always welcome clinic students in my courtroom,' said Judge DeSano, "'but I rarely see them, even for a visit, and it's even rare for one to actually assist with a trial. I'm pleased to give my permission for you to participate in this case, Mr. Marino.' Then he looked sternly at Sidney and said, "'You have some sort of motion, Mr. Ellis?' "'I don't have anything in writing, Judge. I got a call from the jail this morning that my client, Mr. Harrison, wanted to see me ASAP, that it was very important. 
I just got back from visiting him. He says he has money, and he's hiring a private attorney. I was surprised at what he told me. I can't get into details, but I made a couple of quick calls and verified that he does have money for a private attorney, and one is on the way to Savannah now. He's flying in on Delta, arriving at 12.35 p.m. This was a total surprise to me, and I believe it was to Mr. Harrison, too. How could it have been a total surprise to the defendant? He either knew he had the money, or he didn't. Explain that, Mr. Ellis. I wish I could, Judge, and I hope you understand that what was told to me this morning was not only news to me, but also was a conversation subject to attorney-client privilege. The money to hire the attorney is available, so he's not entitled to a public defender. I will be preparing a written request to withdraw.'